Okay. Are you ready? I've been ready. All right. Get ready to start the timer. We're going for real. All right. And if I fuck it up, we're just going. We're just rolling. Uh, okay. I will make fun of you, but yeah. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, start the timer. <clears throat> What's poppin' internet? Welcome to Synced Up, the brand new internet podcast where we talk about all things gaming related news, what we've been playing, news about stuff that came out. <laughs> News. News. And more news. Okay, fuck. All right, I fucked it up. Whatever. You can make fun of me. But we're going with it. I, I said we're going with it. So Take 28 is the one, huh? Yeah. We're okay, so I'm, I'm joined by my 10 out of 10. Kind of Beautiful. Would recommend. Looking, nice. looking. Stellar. Looking sexy. Stop that. Co-host Michael Clare. I'm taking. Hi, that's me. I'm Michael. Okay. God. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing rough honestly you're looking you're looking a, l- a little bit you need some water i'm you sweating need, you need the fan on i'm sweating what do, you want, feel, what do you want to talk about first i feel like a nervous wreck okay is there so, housekeeping on day one or um, you that? i think there needs to be a little bit of housekeeping slight housekeeping for this brand new show so i mean this is going to be on youtube right uh maybe maybe i mean if if you're watching it on youtube or I don't Spotify know Spotify or anything else. I think it's it might, on other platforms too. Yeah, so. I think it might be on YouTube. Um, once we get a camera and stuff, if we get a camera you and just, stuff, you can just upload the audio. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, so if you were wondering what we're doing, why we're here, we're just a couple of random motherfuckers. I'm not random. We're pretty random. Very situated in where I am at life. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're a couple of people from Central. America who just enjoy video games and talking about video games. We like to share our opinions. So we're here talking about video games. So the way the show is going to work, at least for now, until we figure out something better, or this might be the way that it works for all eternity, because this might all be perfect. Eternity, huh? This might be perfect. Is in the first part of the show, we're going to talk about news from the week, stuff like that. We plan on the show being weekly, probably coming out on Mondays. Sure. Because we, I mean, if we Sunday's like the perfect day to record. It, so we're recording this on Sunday, but. Sounds good. So probably drop on Mondays. We're going to talk about news in the first part of the show. In the middle of the show, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. What Old, new, um, demos, doesn't matter. Whatever we've been playing recently. Mobile games. Mobile games yeah. Console games. Um, all of it. Yeah, even, I mean, shit, board games, anything board really. Board games, card games. Um, and in the third part of the show, there'll be like a rotating segment. Maybe we won't have one, but today we got one. So today we're going to talk about E3, the situation with PlayStation and Jeff Keighley and whatnot, the future of E3, what we think, um, So what could happen. So correct me if I'm wrong, but E3, it is it because people just want to drop out of E3 or is it coronavirus okay. related? Um, well, the coronavirus related thing is only with PAX, PAX. East. Okay. Um, that's the Sony thing. Okay, okay. Which could add to this. So this is separate from E3 then? Yeah. Okay, okay. So the the general consensus is uh, that it's just coronavirus related, but... For some, E3? For, no, for PAX East. But oh. some people think that like which, which one do you want to talk about first pax east or e3 um well the pax east thing is kind of unrelated it's not really because i mean i'd like to deal. talk about that because sony all right i didn't bring anything up um oh, i have something okay so pax east as far as i know sony left because of coronavirus concerns they don't want to have their employees at risk mm-hmm. for any of that well the mayor of boston <clears throat> like messaged sony and was like reconsider yeah. and i think that's interesting that that PAX has such an overwhelming impact on the city of Boston that the mayor himself reached out to Sony mm-hmm. about 
just one company still coming to this convention. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. I don't think it'll sway Sony's opinion much. It may, but mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, PAX is is a big event at the end of the day. Like, it's not a small thing. Yeah. We, I mean, we go to PAX South. But, like, that'd it's be... tiny. That, but... I'm just trying to imagine that. Like, imagining our governor, right, messaging some small company I guess Sony's not a small company yeah but just mess- <laughs> yeah, you know getting in contact I mean, with a company just to come to a convention yeah that game, just I mean, seems so weird to me it it, it might have been weird 10 years ago I think but maybe, not anymore maybe the mayor's because, involved in PAX because like gaming is like the biggest industry of all time now it's bigger is than, it? yeah bigger it's, than film? Big, yeah it's bigger than everything combined we, I, mean, we I watched, guess that's fair yeah, yeah we, we've seen the read, read the same stuff but um so it's like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was interesting that the mayor yeah, got involved. It's interesting. Himself. More senators and stuff like that are getting involved because I mean, there's like AOC plays league and shit like that. Yeah, that's wild. Which is kind of cool, but she's better than me. Uh, I mean, I'm terrible at league. But even but at I my best, like, she's better than me. Yeah, I don't really I like league. But yeah, that's Ooh, I yeah. I think the Pax East thing is not that big of a deal. I think they dropped out because well, I mean, of the coronavirus and it had Square. Square's not going either. Yeah. That's two big companies. Yeah, but... And weren't they supposed to show Avengers stuff? At e- maybe. maybe. Or I'm at tripping. PAX? I'm, I don't know. I think you might be tripping. Square Enix? Yeah, I thought they were doing Avengers stuff. Maybe I'm tripping. Um, but... I don't know. That's still two big companies that... I mean, it's not going to hurt PAX East much. Or maybe it will. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. PAX South fun. didn't have any of that, but... Yeah. I'm only... I'm only worried about E3, really. I'm not really worried about the PAXs. I think the PAXs are fine. I think they have their place in everything. They're because like, it's, they're it's, indie focused. They're more than just yeah. focused. There's a lot going on at uh, at PAX compared to E3. Because when we went to PAX South and there wasn't any AAA companies. I mean, there were. Yeah. There were. No, Sony was there. Yeah. The Sony first year. Yeah. Well, yeah. We the played first year, about this year. Um, yeah, there this wasn't year, anybody was big. And it was still no. super enjoyable. So yeah, we still PAX will probably be fine. But E3, though? Yeah. That's okay. A very so, story. all right. To get into the gist of it, um, the future of E3 is in question from the majority of the public when it comes to gaming and so whatnot. At this point, who's even going? So, no, uh, well, Nintendo? Xbox, kind of, EA, kind of. Nintendo? Nintendo, yes, for okay. sure. Um, so, Sony dropped out of E3 for the second year in a row, and yeah. then uh, Jeff Keighley dropped out of uh, the E3 Coliseum, which is not... Is that is that still a big deal? Because I remember that being a much bigger deal you know years ago but yeah it, i mean it was a big was it because it I'm, was a big when we deal. watched e3 we didn't we weren't watching yeah that. we didn't really watch that yeah. but it, i mean i think it's like a symbolic thing yeah just for him to say i'm not going to do the yeah. thing because now people like, aren't sure if they're going to do the coliseum at all because mm-hmm. the whole coliseum i believe the coliseum website is gone oh. and if you if you don't know what the e3 coliseum is it's kind of like a gdc style thing where you where they like talk to developers and, mm-hmm. and whatnot it's less of like press conferences revealing things and just people talking about stuff more of like a podcast GDC, style thing game I, think. I haven't watched a lot of it yeah okay um but i think it's just more of a symbolic thing for the future because like the future of e3 is definitely in question with sony dropping out for the yeah. second year in a row um and not also doing uh what's the show that they do the playstation show um, like PS- psx playstation experience oh, okay and them not doing that wasn't I, that a separate thing like across the street or is that actually part of e3 the PlayStation Experience. Yeah, that's that? like a whole different event. Okay, like, not, it's in like it was in like November. Oh, yeah, okay. in like their own little thing. It was like PlayStation Who, Center. Who, who's the 
The people who do the thing across the street is Xbox. Okay. They do it at the Microsoft um, Theater. Okay. Um, but the the thing is, is like everything is going towards this what Nintendo really pioneered, like the, the direct, direct, the yeah. direct style. I mean, I think it's perfect. Instead, instead of dumping everything in one segment mm-hmm. of the year, spreading yeah. it out like that. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I just like the hype around E3. Yeah, like that's... I like having. And I think the majority of people do. I think the majority of people like having the we're gonna spend a week and just get hyped about trailers and yeah. crazy shit that's happening. But then it's E three is such a competitive thing between the developers though, because mm-hmm. like every E three there's winners and losers. Yeah, and more often than not, if you didn't show up, you're one of the winners. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just the whole deal. I I think honestly, if E three doesn't rotate and like like switch something up because obviously they're doing there's something mm-hmm. is happening because there's no point because i don't know the exact numbers but i know it costs those companies like a lot of money to get booth spaces and yeah press well, conferences the, the production and value is insane yeah and you can you can just do all that in-house for like way less money yeah you could just pull do, a nintendo and have sakurai yeah his office. do the state of play which is what they've been yeah. doing and the state of plays have been kind of weak i don't know if you've seen any of them. no yeah okay so the state of plays have been kind of weak but there's still that's news news is news is news yeah. at the end of the day and people just want especially gamers just want to be hyped about something that's out so. yeah well in in defense of the direct type system like would i be hyped for animal crossing if the only no time I'd i would not be concerned about it was six months ago yeah, i would not i would all. not be hyped at but all. since I'm constantly reminded about it and getting updates on it. I'm like, yeah. I might have to buy this game, you know? Yeah, so. that's, that's that's definitely true because I wouldn't be hyped about Animal Crossing. I think Nintendo figured it out. I think they did as well. But hopefully... Did they still show up to E3? Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's weird, though. Yeah. Like, they're, like, aloof when it comes to gaming stuff. They yeah. do weird things. They're weird. They make weird things, like Labo. But Labo I VR. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, what what the hell is that even? They do weird stuff. I don't know. But, yeah, I just... I don't know if E3 is going to have a place in gaming in, in a couple three years. years yeah. You know? Will it still be a thing? Will they? Will everyone just do directs during the will same week? Will you be sad if E3 goes away? Yes. Because E3 is like a staple for me. But what if... Okay. If you start getting Microsoft directs... Uh, well, like, they have those. Well, like uh, of the of. same quality of like Nintendo, and all their resources go more into that kind of stuff instead yeah. of a big presentation once or twice a year. Would you rather have that or the big presentation? I don't know. I think there's room for both. I mean, just look at Nintendo. There, it, yeah, look at Nintendo. I think there's room for both. But someone has the data. Sony knows the numbers, and they're saying it's not worth it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know. They're not. Yeah, it's a whole weird thing. Maybe E3 will, you know, fall off and stop being such a big deal. I don't think it – like, I'm, I'll am i be sad, but I don't think it hurts the gaming industry in any way, shape, no. or form because because of how easy everything is, how connected everything is um, with the internet era. So, like, the direct and the state of play style, it just works too perfectly. And I trade E3 as – because E3 is not – it's not a big consumer experience, is it? Like, um, I would never is, imagine going to E3. It is now. Now, over the past couple of years, they try to make it. Op- they made it open to the public and whatnot. But I, I guess they've had a rough time with that, uh, as far as I know. Is yeah. like opening it up to the public and making it harder for press to get the things that they want and need or yeah. whatever. 
and it's kind of been a whole deal. Maybe that's hurting it. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of manpower. So maybe it's not worth it, but it's still so hype, you know? Yeah. Like E3. Like, I enjoy watching E3, but it's like... So do I. Like, E3 is the thing where I, like, consider taking off work for three days. Yeah. To watch all the press conferences. Because they're so good. Just getting all the hype moments and stuff. Yeah. It's perfect. A lot of good memes. Yeah. I don't know. You can't just keep the Game Awards around. That's really all I want. Uh, the Game Awards are hype, too, but they've been a little lacking. I mean, uh, this past year, but... Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, E3 does okay... I think we'll be okay if it doesn't. I will be emotionally distraught for a little Do while. Do you think there's room for a new... A new thing that's not E3? That's not E3. Not direct related, but like an actual like, you know... Like someone comes in and tries to... To do, do their own E3, E3 is? Yeah. Um, do you think there's even a possibility for a company to step up and do something like that? I think there's a possibility. I think it's per- there's perfect timing right now because yeah. of the, all of the kerfluffle with... Like E3 Jeff yeah. dropping out, Sony dropping out, Microsoft being across the street, kind of like, in their own deal. Could you could you see like Jeff using his resources to create? No, I think Jeff Keighley is 100 percent into the Game Awards. Okay, 100 percent. Like I think there's no, there's not enough time for him to even no. worry about. I think he's such a busy guy when it comes clock. to the Game Awards already that yeah. yeah, I don't think he has time to do something like that. I mean, you see, like he's dropping out of the Coliseum because he feels like, um, here, what did he say? He said. Um, yeah, Given what has been that. communicated about E3 so far, I just don't feel comfortable comfortable participating this year. Um, That's big. Is what he said. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I think what he's saying is like everything's like it's like fucked up. It, like yeah, Sony's it dropping might not be out. Worth the time. Like there's a lot of stuff happening. The resources he would have to put yeah, into it. Yeah, because E3 kind of like doesn't know what it is or what it's trying to be. Yeah. Right? Like. I don't know. It's kind of a hard deal. Does it want to be this consumer-focused show or does it want to be this press conference-focused mm-hmm. thing? And it, I think it's trying to have its cake in YouTube. I think they can pull it off. I just don't think it works, especially with the big guys like Sony just saying, hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. And doing their own thing. I think Sony will still come out with a state of play like near Around E3. That time. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be the week before well, or the week after. To, yeah, to have basically all. And it'll be better for them, I think, because all eyes will be on them and not on like all the hype stuff happening so i don't know um yeah but i think i I think that's really all there is to say about that i hope it has a special place in my heart but and i'll be sad to see it go but i'm not i think it could go and i like i'll be sad if there there isn't something to replace it yeah i mean there could be um like the speculation speculation not really online of people saying that it could just be replaced with, like, a week of shit like Directs and stuff. Yeah. Or, like, all the companies pick up their own Directs. I mean, mm-hmm. you got companies like Ninja Theory who made um, Hell, the Hellblade games. Like, yeah. They did, like, their own Direct yeah. type thing for like, their I, I couple of that, games. I think it was pretty great, good. Because you don't need to put the resources into going to a physical location, mm-hmm. preparing all saves your you money. Yeah, right? saves they, you a lot more they money. They like the money. And for us who are watching online, it's not that big of a difference, mm-hmm. you know? If you're someone yeah. who avidly attends E3, then yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, I think the, I think the direct style thing just lends itself well to communicating to a broader audience, a broader audience for infinitely cheaper. Yeah, um, especially for the thing. And speaking of Nintendo Directs, I think we should move on to the next Animal Crossing. The next thing is the Animal Crossing Direct that happened this week. Now, are you pre-ordering? Uh, I might. I don't know. I've I've not. 
I've never been one to really pre-order a lot of games. I pre-ordered Smash, but that's like a that that's, that's inevitable. A shoe in. That's inevitable. Um, I don't know if I want to pre-order Animal Crossing. The thing is, like you mentioned it earlier, would I be excited for Animal Crossing if they didn't do the Nintendo Direct? Yeah, if you and were just on the information my, from six yes, months ago. My answer is one hundred percent, completely no. Yeah. I would not be excited at all. I was actually actively pushing back against Animal Crossing hype mm-hmm. until I watched this latest direct and then I was like oh shit it's just fun I think they got I me think I, I think, think they, they got me cause I like Stardew I like yeah, Stardew a Star lot Stardew's great and I, I never got to play multiplayer Stardew and I feel either. like I don't know if I missed out on some of the Stardew experience yeah. I don't think I did cause I that's, I, I love Stardew that's one of the main things is getting me excited is I think one multiplayer and two chan- like chan- our friend Chance's hype yeah. I think is just really carrying the whole torch cause he loves Animal Crossing. It's like one of his favorite games of all time. He's like super excited for it. He's been counting down for it like yeah, for since it got year. announced. Yeah. Um, um, he was pissed when it got semi delayed, like when it was supposed to come this out. By saying though, we've never played an Animal yeah, Crossing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's important. So that's also why we're not as like I think hyped already. Yeah, I think that's very important. But it looks, it looks great. It looks fun. I I also think it looks great. Like just chopping trees with my homies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I really was like, I don't think I want to play this, and then. Like, yeah, like, I'm looking at screenshots right now on here, and I don't know. Just one mobile, like, being a ticket on the go with the Switch mm-hmm. is nice, which uh, yeah, you can argue you could do that with the 3DS already for, for like, New Leaf and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what other ones came out on the uh, DS, I don't know, because I've never been into Animal Crossing. But I don't know. The Switch is, like, a whole different beast. There's something about it that just it just makes me want to play everything on it. Like, I yeah. want to get the Witcher because I'm like, oh, just play on the Switch. Terrible idea. And play on the Switch. No. The, the Switch, though, do you know? Like, it's the you Switch. like counting is, pixels? I mean, it's, I don't think it – the Switch, though. I mean, yeah, you're the, right. It's the whole ideology of the Switch. Like, I don't care, bro. I could not be able to read any of the font on the Witcher and still want to play it. Like, I got a – my friend Ben, mm-hmm. he has Game Pass on Xbox. Yeah. So he can get the Witcher with all the DLCs mm-hmm. and somehow – or and still, even, even that happening, he is going to buy it on the Switch even though he can get it. He has it on Game Pass. He can play it with uh, all the yeah. DLCs. He's going to buy it on the Switch I, just I, to play it on the Switch. I get it. Um, but yeah, the Animal Crossing Direct. We got to stay focused. Um, yeah, I don't. The Direct just talked about so much new stuff that just sounded so appealing to me. Um, it showed quite a bit of things that looks just looked good. Extremely customizable. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Which I love. I, the last Animal Crossing was pre Stardew, so there's that. Yeah. Um, and it was pre me really playing any game like this and i didn't really think i could like a game like this like i never played harvest moon back in the day uh-huh. um i guess i played farmville on facebook and that's not gonna lie it. i always think about asking you if you played farmville yeah i played farmville on facebook not even close i don't think the games are even closely yeah. related that, but we're, we're talking like 2009 whenever um, farmville came out or something no, what i think the my big appeal is like collecting everything like the museum mm-hmm. right the museum in that Stardew museum is, looks so is nice. my favorite the museum in stardew is good and the museum in animal crossing looks pretty incredible. and i just want to fill up a museum yeah with all, everything i find um, i want to catch all the bugs i want to but let me I'm very completionist so yeah. i want to do it all let me go through some of the new stuff that they showed in this yeah animal crossing direct um and then we can talk about why we're excited and what we're excited to do so um now you got different island layouts you can pick. I'm assuming you couldn't do that before in Animal Crossing. Well, Again, we are not experts on Animal Crossing. They weren't islands before either. So. That's true. Um, oh, bump the table. My bad. Um, and so there's there's that. Uh, we don't know a lot about the older Animal Crossing, so we're going to sound like total 
idiots most likely Doofuses. when we're talking about this. Um, you can now put uh, pl- places where your villagers will live, like people that move yeah. in, which I was I assume you couldn't do that before. Yeah, which I think it was sounds like predestined terrible. where everybody would live. Yeah. Um, yeah, see here, new villagers will no longer just plop their homes down wherever, ruining your landscaping. You'll decide where they'll go yourself. You can even place a spot for future resident before they move in. So See, that just sounds like a that's, good future. Yeah, like a quality of life thing. Um, up to eight people can be on an island via multiplayer. Now, I have questions about that. Yeah. So, does that mean I can be on Chance's Island doing whatever I want? And, like, I don't know. Live on Chance's Island? Like- so, I watched the – here, let me read the little – uh, paragraph here you'll be able to visit other islands using a service called dodo airlines at the airport with up to eight people being able to play together at once you can also have up to eight residents on one island playing on one copy of the game though only four can play on local multiplayer at once so, so that's, that's i want like you your dad your mom and your sister could yeah. all play on the same island i wasn't a hundred percent sure um the communication here even chance was a little bit confused and he's like the main one who's excited I couldn't tell if like that will be an island and we just we all live on it. Like if we just had a Minecraft server like on yeah. Realms or something, and we'd you'd be able to get on and do some stuff, and then I'd be able to get on and do some stuff. And you it could, sounds like you can it. do that locally. Yeah, but so it's saying you can do up to four on one copy of the game where everyone has to be on the same screen with the leaders and the followers thing. Yeah, like one person moves the screen around and the other people. Which that doesn't look great to me. No, but this is like a local multiplayer thing, and that's yeah. not something we'll have to worry about. And I think the main people who are going to be playing Animal Crossing on the same Switch are like mother daughters and father sons and vice versa and stuff like that so i don't i think that's perfectly fine but i don't know i wasn't 100 percent on the communication with this i'm hoping it works where like chance starts an island gives us some sort of code or something and we can and then we can just connect to the island whenever because being able to build the island out will be fantastic um like with our friends and stuff that's the main that's the main hook for getting me excited and for this game this this isn't in the game you beat, as far as I remember. No, you, you I'm just, pretty sure you just, you just do chores you just live for on all your eternity. Forever, yeah. yeah, you just go forever. So, um, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So hopefully it works the way we think. Um, you'll be able to complete achievements to earn Nook Miles, which you can use to pay off some of your loan. You can use to buy items. Um, achievements will have you catching fish or bugs. So, yeah, I mean, achievements in any game is, Pleasure. to me... Good. I As like somebody who likes the hundred percent. Yes. All of his so, games. Yeah. That is nice. Um, a rescue service will take your home if you get lost on your island. If you get caught in a tough place while decorating, um, or maybe you're just too lazy to walk back to your house, you can call a rescue service. Though the rescue operator wasn't named, their tone of voice and the music playing implied that it was Mister Rossetti with the new job. So we don't know who Mister Rossetti is, but I think that's the mole. No idea. Mm-hmm. Zero clue. Why would a mole be flying a helicopter? You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But or I don't. Maybe know. it's the hedgehog. I don't it know. It could. Whoever it is, I've never played the old game, so I don't know. Um, this just sounds like fast travel. So, like 100%, this is obviously fast travel. Yeah. Which is good, in my opinion. I don't know how big those islands are. Boom. Is it the... Oh, it's the mole. It's okay. The mole. Well, the mole's flying a helicopter. That's kind of odd. <laughs> what the hell? So, fast travel, that's good, in my opinion. That's a quality of life thing. Yeah. Um, so, I guess you'll be able to import stuff from Animal Crossing New Leaf and Happy Home Designer. Um Stuff like that to to import jacket de- jacket designs, uh, flag designs, things of that like. So you can go back um, to your old games and import kind of like anything that you made in there to the new game. So that's cool. I mean, that won't affect us at all because we didn't play the old games, but yeah, you know, it's still a thing. Um, you can decorate your homes from an overhead view. Um, 
I mean, I small quality. Yeah, like this make it look like The Sims. I don't know. No, a lot of this stuff doesn't apply to you or me because we didn't play the old games. But um, th- okay, so this next one is one that I actually is one of the main reasons that I got super excited. Wait, is You'll be able to terraform your entire island. And after receiving a permit, you can not only make paths, but extend or remove rivers and even out some of the land. This cranks up the island customization to 11 in this game, as you can truly make your island into whatever you want. I agree, because you saw the clip where you made the waterfall? Yes. Yeah. So he made the waterfall, which was cool. Um, and it's just, I don't know, like, if I want to, you know, make my house a little off to the side on its own little thing, I can build, mm-hmm. like, a bridge and make a little island over there, things of that nature. Like, we played Minecraft a lot, and so this is very Minecraft-esque. So. Yeah, I like but, it a lot. It's yeah, cool. so it's a, it's a thing. Great. It's a thing that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, really enjoy uh, getting hyped for and getting excited for. Uh, randoms won't be able to mess up your town. We're really only going to be playing with our friends, so that won't be something yeah. we really have to mess with. Uh, no, so that's you. cool. And then they'll have a bunch of free updates, which this is good. Free updates will add holiday events. Um, this game will continue to update, adding holiday events throughout the year. The first event will be for Bunny Day in April, and it will be a day one update um, on March 20th. So that gets I love me, stuff like that. Yeah, that gets me excited because, I mean, gets you keep playing the game. Yeah. You already have to keep playing the game with the nature of the seasons and whatnot. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, when games do stuff like that, I love it. Uh, yeah. That's the only reason I'm still playing Pokemon yeah, Sword so and Shield is they update the raid den so I can go get a new raid Pokemon. Yeah, so I'm just and that's that's all that I got here in terms of, of uh some of the biggest announcements well, from the Animal Crossing game. I'm excited. I'm very excited. And I'm, I might pre order. Another thing is I think I might be able to get Kylie to play it. Really? Yeah. No way. Ah, I'm going to try. I mean, that would be nice. The toughest part for me is that it's Mystery, a very... Mystery Dungeon comes out around the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same day. Mm, I got it's... no Mystery Dungeon hype. I know. I think I'm... my brother does. They, but... they teased the demo, and then we're like, here you go. Yeah. That was really it. I'm going to play it. I loved the first one, um, and they've added some new stuff. So Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll buy it immediately. but Yeah. So I'm excited to play Animal Crossing. It comes out March 20th. Um we got a month to go, which is exciting because nothing right. is out right now. You got Doom coming out. Can you do me a favor and look up when Mystery Dungeon comes out? When Mystery Dungeon comes out. Because that's the 20th. Okay. And can I beat Mystery Dungeon before Animal Crossing comes out? Because I think Mystery Dungeon is the 6th. Um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is March 6th, 2020. Okay. So you got 14 days. You can beat Mystery Dungeon in two weeks. Yeah, probably. Yeah, can I 100% down. it? Mm. Yeah, and then probably uh, not. the problem with Animal Crossing is it's never going to be a hundred percent. Well, there's oh, that. It might be. But Final Fantasy VII comes out a couple weeks after. You know, I can't believe that like, doesn't even sound right. Final Fantasy comes out that soon. Yeah, and so like you know, I'm gonna have to wrong. You tripping? I'm gonna have to stop doing chores and start killing robots and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. Was don't that know. it for the news? Yeah, that's all, right. all I had. There wasn't much that happened this week, so. I guess we can get into the games that we've been playing. Yeah, because I was gonna say, I, speaking of games, yeah, because I'm I'm not gonna have time to play all these games. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm going still to. my my backlog is long, dude. I have a large backlog, but I mean, I've been just push stuff back. I've been taking care of some stuff, but not really. I've been having a hard time because I'm playing old shit still. Yeah. I need um, to finish Dragon Quest. I mean, yeah. So what have you been playing? I have right been now. playing for the past couple of weeks. Honestly, the past like month really because there hasn't been anything released in january or february really that is like really got me because i didn't really like kakarot and there hasn't really been much else Mm -hmm. except 
I do want to play Kentucky Route Zero, but that might happen. I might talk about that next week. But I've been playing Dark Souls 3 mm-hmm. again. A classic. For, for y'all. 100,000th time. Yeah. Like, um, I got so many hours into that game. It's just a fantastic game. It's just so good. And I need you need to play Dark Souls, dude. We will get you to play Dark I've, Souls. I've tried it multiple times. We will get you to get in and enjoy I've, it. I think I've played each one about an hour in each. And every time, truly I'm like, missing I just out. do not enjoy this. Truly missing out. And even when I play with friends, it's better, but I'm still not having a great time. Ugh, man. It's not a good experience. You just got to It's not my You got to meditate, come back with a different... Outlook. Doesn't doesn't have the charisma I like in the game. Yeah, it's yeah. just not my type of game at all. Yeah, because like hard. some people like to say, "Oh, you don't like the difficulty." Well, no, mm-hmm. I loved Cuphead. Yeah, oh and that yeah, game was hard as hell. Yeah, Cuphead. That was a game that came. But it, out. it was. I love the charisma. I love the world. You mm-hmm. know, I can't say the same about Dark Souls, and I will forever take slack for that. But you I will. accept it. Okay, that's well, just me as a person. Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls. It's a fun game. We're running through Tanner to get all the achievements for him because we have all the achievements. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty impressive. You know, are they ever gonna make a Dark Souls? Dark Souls Four, I think. Uh, well, Elden Ring is coming out. But okay, what's Elden Ring? It's like know. the next FromSoft okay. game, which could be Dark Souls Four, maybe, but no, probably not. The, the George R. R. Martin joint that they're oh. working on together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I've been playing that. Um, and the thing I've been playing more of is season two of Call of Duty. Which, season two of Call of Duty. Yes, season two of Call of Duty is really good. It's fantastic. Like you're not the COD guy. I'm not in the slightest. But you are friends with a lot of COD guys. I am. Some like I don't know what they they added Rust, which which you, is a classic. Yeah. A classic map. I am you know that. With that. You yeah. You have to know that. Like everyone. knows I will that. say it's not that I'm not a COD guy. It's just I don't. Don't I don't work. have the console. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not going to, That's know, true. It's, I'm not going to play it on my computer. It's so. fantastic. It, I think it's a testament to how good the map design was in those old games. So Be- is the game not crap anymore? Like Modern Warfare? Yeah. I didn't think it was crap. I never thought it was crap. Well, everybody hated, like, the the game balance between, like... Oh, the yeah, there was, there was like, like, certain you know, guns, like the shot, shotguns. Yeah, and, and then, like, like the... Oh, was it the Claymore? No. Yeah, the yeah. Oh, no, 100%. No, they so fixed all like, that. Okay. There's, there's been a lot of fixes. There's still certain problems with certain guns, but um, I don't know. The way they do the challenges in that game is I love it. I, there's something about it where I just have to complete every challenge. Yeah. So, like, I don't use LMGs in the game at all. I really just use SMGs. But, but yeah, like, you, they'll do it for challenges. It's like get 350 LMG kills, and I'm like, let's go, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm pop-locked ready to rock with the LMG, and yeah. I'll just go and get 350 kills. And maybe I won't have fun, but I'll do it. Because I mean, when that, that that thing pops, I'm like, oof. Yes, like, 500 extra experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's even not. It's not really for the experience. Cosmetics. No, it's nothing. nothing. There's a hundred challenges that come out every season. They're called officer progression challenges. And so it's a battle pass. Every no. Oh. Every ten that you can, they do have a battle pass, but it's not that. Every ten you complete unlocks you a new emblem, and then if you complete a hundred of them, you'll unlock like the super badass emblem. I don't care about the emblem, but, like, it would just be cool to say I did all 100. And in Season 0, which was the, before, like, they got the Battle Pass and all mm-hmm. that, I did 93 of the 100 You're challenges. Full. I came so close. But they were hard. Oh, yeah. Bump the table again. They were really hard. Like, they were super difficult. I, be- I believe it. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I've been playing that, and it's very fun. With Chance, X, mm-hmm. my boy Matt, Auto- even Tanner's the in there. Yeah. Every, like, the whole gang's in. All these double XP things happening, like I will say, I've I played it when it came out. 
and it was yeah, it was COD, yeah. which is good enough. We've played it's nothing fun. but Rust for the past couple of weeks. I've put really? another 25, 30 hours in the game of just Jesus. running around on Rust and I shipment. I did not know you'd been playing it that much. Yes. That's wild. I've been playing a ridiculous amount. It's it's just a testament to how good that game is, or to how good the map design is from the old CODs. Because yeah. they, they literally pretty much just brought the map over, and it's mm-hmm. like super good. Yeah. Especially. But, yeah. Fun game. Having fun playing it. And that's that's pretty much all I got. That's all I've been playing. Deep Rock. Oh yeah, well I guess we played a little bit. We, Deep Rock, we but I haven't played, played it in a couple recently, weeks. But yeah, good game, good indie game. Deep you should support fun. it. It's you, you're dwarf. You dig. You dig. You do a lot of digging. You do stuff. a lot of shooting of bugs. It's fantastic. I like it. Yeah, I put forty hours. I was gonna say that's the only game we both played recently. Yeah, like together. Besides, like yeah, Smash. Yeah, normal stuff. Smash Bros is pretty good. But anyway, what have you been? Playing? I've been, I've been on the Living Dex grind. For like the past week now. I don't even know what that means. Living Dex? You don't know what a Living Dex is? Nope. Okay, I, you I'm know a what... lax Pokemon. Oh, I'm going to inform you. Oh, no. All right. You know, of course you know the Pokedex, right? I know the Pokedex. And you can complete a Pokedex. I know that. <laughs> yes, right? Well, the Living Dex is having a copy of each Pokemon. So you can have a Charmander evolve it to Charmeleon and evolve it to Charizard, and that would fulfill all three for the Pokedex. Yeah. A Living Dex, you need a Charmander, a Charmeleon, and a Charizard. You need one of every single Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So you need like nine hundred something Pokemon, not just one. Yeah, and you gotta have them all. You have to have them all. And I you're wanna, doing that right now. I'm doing that right now. Oh no! And so I'm I'm deep in it, bro. Oh no, Jon Snow! I've transferred everything from my 3DS game, um, everything into Pokemon Home, which is not a terrible application. But the way they've made it to where you have to transfer everything is just terrible. So I was I, I was transferring a Pokemon from Pokemon Black. Mm-hmm. And you had to put it into the Pokemon Transporter. And then you had to put it into the Pokemon Bank. Mm-hmm. And then you transfer it to Pokemon Home. It's just a pain in the ass. This sounds like a lot. It is. But I'm at like 700 something, almost 800. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost done. It just takes forever. Because, like, you can't send Pokemon back either, and you can't put them in a sword of shield. So you're not going to catch new Pokemon? You're just no. transferring. I'm transferring? Well,. I am having to catch a new Pokemon because you can't transfer back. So I was a fool. I transferred all my old Pokemon into my Switch. Well, you can't send them back. Yeah. So when I was like, I'm going to make the Living Dex, I can't send them like, I can't send my Chimchar back Why? to breed because you can't send them back to the 3DS games. It's just how it is. That's lame. Once you send it to the Switch, it's staying in the Switch. That's cheeks mode. And that's just the program. Like how. You, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's hard to program have Pokemon to Black update. to be able to get po- You'd have Pokemon. to go update yeah. the game. Yeah. So it's it's very hard. So I, if I would have just bred everything beforehand and then shipped it in, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But now I'm having to go catch a bunch of Pokemon, rebreed them, trade with people, which is like what a, what I love about Pokemon, you know. But it's very, it's very time-consuming, mm-hmm. exhausting, a lot I mean, of organizing. It sounds like it. Really, I enjoy it a lot, but... Yeah. It's been that. It sounds pretty mind-numbing. It is very mind-numbing. But, I mean, yeah. I just talked about how I shot a bunch of guns to get a check mark. Yep. A hundred check marks. So, but the I thing is, talk a lot of shit. The thing is, you only need to make a living dex once. <clears throat> One time. So, I mean, I'll until have the game finished. comes out. Well, yeah. I guarantee it's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm going to, like, catch all the new Pokemon in the new game anyways. Yeah. And then just add it to my already built living dex. Yeah. I just instead did. of having that go get all 800 the first time. Yeah. I wish so. I liked Pokemon more. I love it. I know you do. I'm deep, deep it's in. Good. I mean, it's invested. Good. It's okay. It's Definitely good. not bad. Yeah, my favorite. It's leaf green. It's a classic. 
Really? Yes, I love Leaf Green. Leaf Green? Not Soul Silver? No, I've never no, played that You've never played... Ho- nope, never played Heart Gold, Soul Silver. That I is played, my favorite. I've played the OGs, I've played the Emerald or whatever. I've I've, I've started up every DS game just to see what I had in yeah. like all my boxes and stuff. I've black and white too. I've A lot of people hate them, but Leaf I like Green, them. Leaf Green, Ruby Red. I've played 10 minutes of X and Y, and I've played way too many hours of the new one. This is tragic. I know. I played like 15 hours because I was like, maybe I'm tripping, but I just, I was falling asleep at the wheel, and I had to put it down. I enjoyed it. It sucked. I'm ready for the DLC. I want the DLC. Yeah. The DLC looks good. Looks cool. I'm going to enjoy it. Don't get a sneeze. Do it. Uh, Bless you. Look at the light. (coughs) Gross. That was so loud. Sorry. Right into the mic. Yeah, that... As a spike in the audio there. I'll have to fix Edit that, that out. Edit it out. Cut. Oh, Cut. Restart the whole podcast. I know. I can't restart the whole podcast. Where yeah. are you in? How long have we been going? How long have we been going? Let me look. Yeah. I'd like to know. Cause we 36 all... minutes. Oh, not bad. It's a decent chunk of time. Considering how there's been no- like there was nothing to talk about in terms of news besides really Animal Crossing. We really milked E3. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we did. I'm trying to think if I've played anything else. I mean, you played Kakarot. I played a little bit, yeah. I finished then... the Saiyan Saga, which was about... That wasn't for you. Yeah. That comment was not for you. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So I'm about like eight hours in. I really want to play it. It's just I am, I'm borrowing Trade's copy. Uh-huh. Or not borrowing his copy, but, you know, like using it from his Steam profile. Yeah, the Steam show. So every time he's on Steam, I can't play it, mm-hmm. which is pretty often. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll finish it eventually. I mean. As well as finish Dragon Quest. I Will you finish? I'm, has I'm any, fifty hours in. Have anyone? Has anyone ever finished Dragon Quest? Honestly, no. Is it a? It's just game? a long adventure that never ends. Yeah, I'm fifty hours in, and like, I do this thing a lot of times with these super long games where I'll get very far, mm-hmm. and I'll just put it down for a while, and then I'll come back and beat it. Um, I did it with Persona. I did it with Xenoblade. You didn't beat Z- uh, Xenoblade or Persona, bro. I don't believe you. <laughs> you didn't beat him, bro. I 100% you beat him. You can't beat those games. No one on this planet has ever it beat those games. It only takes 100 hours. It's fine. Only 100 hours? Yeah. I think I think it was like 120 in Xenoblade. Ugh. I remember I was like, I'm going to 100% Xenoblade. And then put in an extra like 10 hours. I was like, no. And yeah, I take it back. It would have took like 200 I take it all back. But is Dragon Quest good? I mean, I considered almost. When you say, is Dragon Quest good, what do you mean? 11? Like, yeah. X. Definitive Edition, Echoes of an Elusive Age. age. Yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition. Yes. Is Dragon Quest Eleven S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition any good? Yes. Is that a question mark? Yes. (laughs) Why is there a question mark? I don't know. I enjoy it, but it's like... If you're not already into that type of game, I'm not going to... It's like, if you ask me to suggest you a JRPG that I've played in the last two years... To get someone else into a JRPG, it would 100% not be Dragon Quest. Well, uh, would it be Persona? Persona, easily. Oh, okay. Persona is like. Persona 5 is amazing. I still think about yeah, that no. game a lot. I don't know. Might be. Favorite game of all time is a stretch. Oh. But it might. It's 100% top 5. Oh. I love oh, that game. The lead. But. Dragon Quest is. It's good. I need to beat it. So I can't get my full. hours, so it means you're like. Probably a quarter of the way. Yeah, a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm almost through the intro. Yeah. He's still got a good, I don't know, good 50 hours of cutscene alone. Yeah. I'll beat it. Yeah, hopefully you do. It's just, but I need I, a, think, I need a spring break to come along. I mean, it's coming. It's almost yeah. there. A couple more weeks. Yeah. And then I'll but play I, the crap out of my games. I think that's a good segue into what I really want to talk about, and that is our rotating segment for this episode. Are video game movies good? 
I mean, yeah, kind of, but mainly I want to talk about the Dragon Quest movie. On oh, I Netflix. know, but that's the name of the segment. Okay. Yeah, that's a good name. Are video game movies good? Uh, no, typically. Um, Was this video game movie good? Dragon Quest, your story on Netflix, right? Netflix original. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Netflix original. Um, That's a complicated answer. Is Dragon Quest, your story, any good? Do you want to break this into a spoiler... And like oh yes, we're no. We're you want to talk spoilers, right? We're gonna hundred percent talk spoilers. I'm pretty sure ninety percent, a hundred percent of people who are listening, if even if we had a million fans, none of them would watch this movie. No one is going to watch yeah. this movie. But if you have an inkling you want to watch this movie, do not listen to the spoiler. Yes, don't. Because it's yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about the ending yet. We gotta talk about not, the ending. But later. just answer the question: Is it a good movie? Is it a good movie? I think it is okay. I think it is at best a seven. Seven. I feel like we need to make a running chart of ranking video game movies. That could be a good idea. And so this one's number one at the moment. Yeah. Currently, Dragon Quest, your story is number one video game movie of all time. Um, I I don't know. Right. So you said it's okay. Did you enjoy it? Y- yes. Cause that's, <laughs> yeah. I think I did. I don't know. Okay, so uh, it was weird to me, the, the open... The opening, the intro to the movie is, is fucking weird. It's just Dragon Quest Five. It's yeah. It's literally just it's Dragon Quest Dragon Quest Five game, and just like so like cuts the, from it. Yeah, the eight bit. That's kind of spoilish, but yeah, it's whatever. But it was that's such a weird choice because there's very there's very important story bits that happen in that intro. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> that well, that's one of the points characters I want to talk about that come later. And yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll get to that. What am I like? I'm sitting here and I'm like, who the hell is Bianca? Who the hell is this person? And you're like, oh, it happened in the five seconds in the intro yeah. cutscene. And I was like, oh, shit, oh, my bad. I didn't know. <laughs> like, it it was wild. Would you recommend this movie? No. Never? No. No. I would not, not at all. I would not. See, I differ. I, I would, would totally not. recommend this movie. I can't do it, man. I think that – I think it's just such a trip that it's worth it. I think it's it is. not it, – I didn't – it's not bad – Put it in good though. Come on. But the the it's just it's very yeah. it's, it's very, I like CGR it. style, which is weird for me. I've never really enjoyed See, okay. CGR style, which is fine though. You know I'm very picky at art styles. Yeah, and so I like the animation they used a lot. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, it, some I of the think it worked expressions well were because it's Dragon Quest. I think yeah. it worked well. Yeah, but well, it wasn't even like Dragon Quest animation. Yeah, but it like it did not look like Toriyama stuff. Yeah, but it definitely captured like what those characters look like in the cutscenes of like, I, Dragon Quest. 11 I guess you're stuff. right. Like the bubbly. But it did feel squishy. Yeah, I guess they're like squishy. I guess. They're like squishy. I might disagree on this one, but I guess like the characters feel like, they look like they feel like stress balls. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. It did a good job of translating that over to a movie. The whole movie felt like I was just watching. Like that sounds harsh. It, when I say the whole movie felt like I was just watching the game from a different camera angle, like that, that sounds like the movie's terrible. It's not. But it's not terrible. It, just, it is. A, it it's is an amazing recreation of yeah. the actual game. Like if like you like staying Dragon Quest. true, I assume I have not played DQ Five. Yeah, but it felt like a Dragon Quest game. If you, the soundtrack mm-hmm. was, oh yeah, that, I mean, so the soundtrack to Dragon Quest has always been fantastic. I will yeah, concede it was that amazing. the soundtrack was amazing. I like the animation. Mm-hmm. The just from what I played of DQ Eleven. So many of the creatures that they showed in the world and the monsters he fought mm-hmm. 
are stuff I've seen. Yeah. So that was like cool. Some like, of those oh, look familiar. I've beat that monster. Yeah. And the way they fight things felt very like Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. All, seeing all the spells. Yeah. I was like the whack and stuff. I've I used all this. that. I only know this from Smash, but I, I Smash. I recognize and them. the yeah and the game. So it's like all that part was there. It was good. It was fan servicey. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think it's hard not to be when I think the story is directly ripped from Dragon Quest mm-hmm. Five. So, um, yeah, a lot of stuff I could appreciate only knowing a little bit about the franchise. Yeah. So I thought first off the intro was wild. I thought the movie was all gas. Yeah, no extremely breaks. rushed. Like it worse than Rise of Skywalker, where you're just like, holy shit! If I blink. Yeah, there was a moment you went not. up to get a drink, and yeah. I had to pause it because I was like, you've already missed major plot points. And all I missed was like seven and a half seconds of dialogue. Yeah. And I so. came back, and you're like, oh, they're doing the thing with the thing at the thing. And I was like, what? what? They said all that? Like, yeah. It doesn't. Extremely rushed. Yeah, you can't take a breath. Like, you have to watch the whole thing. No going pee. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be confused. And even me, like. During the intro, I wasn't like fully focused. I was kind of like on my phone a little bit because yeah. it was a weird ass intro. I didn't want to call you. I didn't want to be like, "Listen, dude, put away your phone." Yeah, because I don't want to be that guy. But like, I knew you were gonna miss stuff because I did too. Yeah. I was watching it secondhandly at like work, mm-hmm. just like listening to it, and then I was like, "I have no idea what's going on. I gotta start over." Yeah. So, I mi- I definitely missed some stuff because there's some characters that popped up, and I was like, "Uh, no. excuse me, yep. who the hell are you, and why do you feel like you're established right now?" Yeah, and I think. It's going to be super hard to avoid that when you're mm-hmm. crushing a 50-hour story. And two and, and, two hour and, and a half. Hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you... I don't know. How do you do that? Do Make it a miniseries? But even then, you can't... Yeah. It's it's extremely fast. It goes very quick with it. There's Non-stop. 15 and a half fucking time jumps. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of time jumps where you're like, okay, it's understood that stuff happened here. Yeah. And we're just going to roll on because it's not that important. I think what... Like twenty years happened in the whole movie. Yeah, there's like a, there's the ten year time jump at the beginning, the time that happens in between there. Then there's the eight year time jump from him going, him getting turned into stone at some point in the movie. And I, then I think we might as well go in the spoiler section at this point. Yeah, because you're getting spoilery. Okay. Um, Spoilers. So, the ending to this movie. The ending is the whole reason I would suggest anybody watch this movie. The ending to this. Fucking movie. Like, there's some casual plot twists. We're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see this coming. But the ending is just so Uh, out of left field. I don't even know what to say. Like, I I genuinely, I couldn't tell you. I knew, because my brother told me, the ending is wild. And I can't believe it happened. I forgot he said that. So Mm -hmm. as it was happening, I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So, if if you're listening to this. What happens is they do – disregarding the whole rest of the story, they're doing the whole thing. They're at the end of the adventure. They're about to kill the last guy and save the world. Close and the gate to hell. Close the gate to – what do they call it? Nadiri? Uh, I don't know. Nahiri? But basically a huge demons will come out of the sky, but they close the gate. Yeah, he closes the gate. But moments later, time stops, and some dude that looks like a god comes down and – Reveals that the whole thing is a game. It's a VR simulation of Dragon Quest V. Yeah, and he's a virus. Like he, he's like, oh, I'm. I was uploaded with the character model of the real enemy, mm-hmm. but 
I'm a virus, right? And yeah. he reveals that, oh, this whole world is fake. You're just in a VR simulation. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that you go into this VR game for a couple of hours where it wipes your memory while you're in there. So you think you're actually the Dragon Quest hero. Yeah. And spent the 20 years or so, or the even more than 20 years or so, living mm-hmm. in the game. And... He reveals all this and is like, oh, you know, grow up, loser, or whatever. And then there's like this, honestly, a, a, to me was a good moment where he like gives the speech of like, oh, they, these video game moments were real to me. Oh, they I, felt I, 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 I almost cried. Agree. Yeah. I was like, I'm this like, movie is weird as hell, but I almost cried right now. Because yeah. he's like, oh, these characters are real to me. Because you don't, at that moment in the movie, you don't have to relate to being a Dragon Quest fan. You yeah. relate to being... Somebody who's enjoyed video games since your childhood. Yeah, and that's what it was where he's like, oh, all these video games characters, like, all these moments feel real to me. Like, so he fights the virus guy. Yeah. And he's telling him, like, oh, like, these moments were beautiful. These people were real. Even though I, yeah. like, even though I know it's I'm going to have to. just re- another reality. Yeah, even though I'm going to have to return to the real world, these moments, like, I felt these moments with these characters. And mm-hmm. I felt like these people were my friends and what. Like, I've this, grown that, up with these characters. Yeah. yeah. Then Slime Boy jumps up. The That's, guy who's been hanging out, the guy who's been hanging out with him the whole movie. I'm an antivirus. He's like, oh, I'm secretly an antivirus. Here's the vaccine. Here's the vaccine. Help me defeat him. And then they, so strange. They kill like, the virus, and then it goes back. The game gets reset, and he enjoys his last like 15 minutes or whatever. Where he's like, after this, I'm gonna come back to the real world. But it doesn't matter because yeah. it all was. These people were all these memories are real to me. It was real to me. And then it's the movie just such ends. A trip. <laughs> and I just I felt like I was on LSD. It was just wild. Especially when it transitions back to the real world and he's like getting in the VR machine. Yeah. And I was like, what? But there was even beyond that though, the movie had some really good like twists and like, oh, that makes sense now and yeah. this makes sense now. Like the whole time travel bit yeah, was, was really good. cool. Yeah. Because you're like you turn you figure out it was him in the beginning. You're like, oh, that's thing. why the orb is fake yeah it doesn't work because he needs to go get the real one and like yeah. all that is really cool yeah um hearing him little things like oh i want to fight robots this time mm-hmm. and then if if you hear or if you heard when he's talking to the dragon guy right mm-hmm. the dragon guy says it's protected or you had to go through trials and whatnot and it's protected by robots mm-hmm. and then luke is like robots what is it robots and he's like that's just the way it is this time yeah and like it's an offhand comment yeah but watching it the second time i was like oh yeah. That's like a clue that like this is a simulation. Yeah. That's just what you chose. And then the the how he's supposed to always end up with Bianca, but he was like trying to get Nira to be his wife in this version of the yeah. game. Like little things like that were like very cool. It would be appreciated more if it wasn't so rushed, but like Yeah. I really enjoyed those little bits. I enjoyed them too, but much deeper than I thought at the end though. Yeah. I just they switched it onto the video games are beautiful, you know? And yeah. like, oh, these moments are real. And it was just, it was very cheesy, but enjoyable. Extremely cheesy. But it was still just such a flip of like, I thought this was, like, I thought we was just watching. It's just so abrupt, though. Because yeah. it's a little like. They close the gate and they time close stops. They close the gate, time stops, and this giant pillar comes down. And you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. And then so. that virus guy comes out of the heavens and is like, oh, texture's off, gravity off. It's just insane. Collision off. And then you're like, what the, what the, what is happening? It's wild. Yeah, it was a wild, 
I recommend it. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I wouldn't. If you have an hour 40 to burn. I would not recommend it. And the thing is, like, I don't think it was a disservice to Dragon Quest Man. Yeah, I can't speak on that, so. So. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But I think that's it. I think we did it. I think it's the first episode of the podcast yeah. down. You don't want to go for another hour? Uh, no. my I need more water. I need a nap. Honestly, my throat is dry as hell We're going to go right watch now. the Sonic movie, I think. Yeah. Maybe talk about that next That week. was fun, though. Even though it took us ten minutes to get the intro down. Yeah. But. It took I, forever. I think it's going to take me a good 45 seconds in my head to figure out how I'm going to outro this. Nah, you just get up. Um, walk away. Just walk away from the. Yeah. Just let the audio play. Yeah. Now that's lame. We don't um, have an outro. Huh? We just don't have an outro. No, we have an outro. I'm about to do it. Okay, so that was it. That was the first episode down of Synced Up. If you enjoyed, you know, send it to your friends. Rate us five stars. Download the podcast. Follow us on Spotify. I'm, Play I, I'm, it multiple times as you go to yeah. sleep. Put it on repeat at low volume while you're asleep, mm-hmm. as Justin Bieber says. Um yeah, that was good. That was fun, actually. I enjoyed it. After the first 10 minutes, I kind of got a little looser. Yeah. So that was good. But that first 10 minutes was rough. It, yeah. It was pretty rough. So that start was rough. But I, it, we got it. But, I enjoyed it. I had yeah. fun. All right. That's it. All right. I'm this ready is, to go eat. This has been Synced Up. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm Mike. Rate us. Uh, I'm Tim. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Catch I you hope. later. Peace out. Bye. <sighs> <laughs>